The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hit, your Tuesday, May 17th edition. Got a 10-game banger for you on a Tuesday. There's some early action, to a small slate you can get to. But 10-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Hope you guys had a great Monday. Wild stuff, as always. Coors did Coors things. Cubbies went bananas and much, much more on a Monday 11 game. We got 10 games on your Tuesday. Some housekeeping first. I am on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, hit me up there or in the Fantasy Degens Discord where there's tons of guys helping each other out to win some nice DFS money. So check that out. Check out Bench with Bubba, your season-long fantasy baseball content that helps with DFS as well. And the always pressing PGA DFS podcast recording this week on Tuesday for the PGA Championship. So check all those out to get ready for your DFS and season-long needs. All right, 10 games on a Monday. Let's talk some totals on this slate. We don't have all of them yet. There's some pitching questions and um, questions about weather and whatnot. But we got Yankees-Orioles, a total of 8.5. Mariners-Blue Jays, 8. Astros-Red Sox, 9. Angels-Rangers, 8.5. Giants-Rockies, 11.5. So, see, we only have five of the 10 totals. It's uh, There's a lot going on. A lot going on. When we talk the pitching on this slate, you'll see why there's a lot going on. It's a 10-game slate, and the pitching is atrocious. Like It's really bad. Or the good pitchers are in really tough matchups. So, it's... It's a tough one. Like, it's not Freddie Peralta on a tee for us like we had on Monday. It's a little tougher. Uh, Logan Gilbert leads the way at 10-2 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Gilbert's been outstanding. It's just he hasn't, like, he had a 28-point game a few starts back. But for the most part, it's like low 20s, high teens is what you're getting from Gilbert, which is great. It's really good. But is it 10-2 good against the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto? That is a tough one. Um Toronto striking out 23% of the time versus righty, sitting 234 at the 153 ISO. Basically what I'm saying, if you want to get frisky in a tournament, go ahead and use Logan Gilbert. But I'd be very nervous at the same time because it is the Toronto Blue Jays. And it's not that they might they, they could crush him, it's just the Blue Jays. It's just I don't know if they'll do enough to allow him to pay off his price tag. Like he could still go six, give up like two or three, but strike out like five. That'll be that'll be tough to pay off 10 too. That's the dilemma you have against the Toronto Blue Jays. Now Gilbert can slice and dice him. That's very possible. So he should come in lower owned on this goofy slate, making him a nice tournament angle. You got Nate Eovaldi, 9,800 bucks at home against the Houston Astros. And I love me some nasty Nate, but uh, similar to Gilbert, it's been like, you know, high teens, low twenties. He had a 30 pointer against Baltimore, but that was Baltimore. 
other than that, there was only one other 20 point performance. Now you got the Houston Astros who we talked about with Whitlock, like they can eat up pitches, they can get beat. There's no doubt in it. But you know, 22% K rate versus righties, 240 average, 184 ISO, not stuff you're looking to like run home and attack. So that just makes it a little tricky. And like I'd honestly take Gilbert over Evaldi for 400 more if I had to take my choices. The popular play, if paying up on the slate, and it makes total sense, is Jamison Tyon at 9,300 bucks at the Baltimore Orioles. We saw Severino deal, like we talked about. Should be a great matchup if the velocity's there. Well, it was, and he pitched great. And now you got Jamison Tyon, who's been a, a you know 15 to 20-point guy time and time again. He actually got hit around by Baltimore both times he's faced him. That's the funny part. He's pitched great against Toronto, Cleveland, Toronto. He's pitched great against Toronto three times in Cleveland once and gotten sh- just hit around uh, against Baltimore in his two appearances versus Baltimore. So go figure. Baseball's fun, isn't it? But again, you can you can keep trying to attack Baltimore, especially in that ballpark where pitchers go to flourish. So tie on at 93 would be very popular and should be one of the better plays up top, at least on paper. Now, if you want to save a few dollars because it's a goofy slate, make sure you watch the pitching. There's a good chance Lucas Giolito, he's supposed to return Tuesday or Wednesday from the COVID IL. We're hoping for Tuesday. DK has him here on Tuesday. That could change. But if Gio makes the rotation, he's eighty he's eighty five hundred bucks, which is ridiculous because the stamina should still be just fine after being on the COVID IL. Uh, Kansas City striking out twenty percent of the timers right. He's hitting two eighteen with a one twelve ISO. So Gio at eighty five is a phenomenal play if he cracks the build. Um, if not, we'll talk about him for Wednesday's show. The fun one on this one's Alex Cobb at eighty one hundred bucks at Coors Field, and he's coming off a great performance against the Rockies. His last time out for twenty three points. He's got 20 or more DK points in three or four starts. It's been really good, especially the last couple starts here. He's got six or more Ks in those three starts with 20-plus, six last start out against um, Colorado. And the good thing with him is he's a ground ball dude, which helps in Coors Field, obviously. Now, will it work in Coors? We'll see. But I think it's worth a shot at 8100 bucks on this goofy, goofy slate. Like, it's a bad slate. Yeah, Colorado striking out 21.5% of the time versus right. He's 241 average against so I think Cobb could be a fun tournament play at 81 hundo. Like, you know, you got a good ceiling with Cobb and Geo combined if Geo makes the start, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. A few other ones, like I said, this is bad, bad slate. Reed Detmer is going to be super popular, 7,600 bucks at the Texas Rangers. Detmer's coming off the no-no. I usually never play pitchers off a of no-no. I usually like to stack against pitchers off a of no-no. But this slate is so bad that you have to consider it. I will say this much, though. He faced Texas back on April 15th, three and a third innings, five earned runs. So there is some positives to come out of this. You got a um, a Texas team that strikes out 21.3% of the time versus Lutzi's hitting 224 at the 148 ISO. Detmer should be popular. So like the likes of Adelise Garcia and company could be great tournament plays going up against Detmers. But at the same time, this is a bad pitching slate. So you might have to take some chances with the Detmers types. Because other than that, Unless we see something in the lineups, like I'm not going to Spencer Watkins. His luck train is going to run out in a big way. The only other guy I would look at, especially facing Pittsburgh, is Keegan Thompson. Four innings, two earned, uh, only one K. He's not a big strikeout guy. That's his biggest problem. But he faced Pittsburgh a while back, four shutout innings with four strikeouts for 15 points. Honestly, at 6,800 bucks, I'd take it. Um, he threw 61 pitches his last time out. So you're hoping for 70. He's not going to go deep. That's the problem. We need him to be like 55, not 68. So it's hard to use him. But, again, on this slate, if you want to use him at 68 for some savings, I get it. He's facing Pittsburgh. He strikes out 25% of the time versus righties, hitting 225 with a 122 ISO. So it does make sense for Keegan Thompson. He just doesn't go deep, and it ruins it. Like, if he somehow got through five innings and struck out, like, at least a batter an inning, we'd be jumping over the moon 
for that scenario, but we just don't know if it'll happen. So it's a tough slate. We're probably going to pay up for pitching, find some value bats, which we will. So recapping your pitching, you got Gilbert and Eovaldi up top. I prefer Gilbert over Eovaldi, but Tyon's the best play on paper up top. He'll also be the very popular play. If Geo's back at 85, I love it. Love it against Kansas City. Alex Cobb is what I will probably be using in tournaments going up against Colorado. I'm just going to bite that Coors bullet and see where it goes. And then Detmers should be great um, and very chalky, so we might be stacking against Detmers. And then Keegan Thompson's or other punts, but it's it's not great by any means. But there's a lot of places to attack with bats. You can find value bats on this slate and still get uh, some of the big pitching, so let's not worry about that. Let's find some of those bats, and we'll start at the catcher's position on this wonderful slate. You had Wilson Contreras having a monster Monday night. He's 5100 bucks. You can target Brubaker all day long. Uh, some other options, though, because we want to save money, potentially. Uh, you got Elias Diaz against Cobb, if you need to. Again, I'm, I'm liking Cobb tonight, but if you need to, he's available. But um, a few others, cheaper plays. Let's look cheaper, like Yasmani Grandol at 38. He uh, went deep on Monday. I keep talking about it. I was actually a guest on a podcast on Monday. He was a buyer. I told people, buy, buy, buy Yasmani Grandol. He is going to get going, folks. Like The underlying peripherals are just fine. It is going to turn around for Yasmani Grandol. So enjoy the discount while you can, just like I said on Monday. I'm probably to say for a while because it's just going to be back and forth for a bit. Uh, Victor Caratini should get the start for Milwaukee at 3400 bucks versus Davidson. Caratini is going to start versus left-handed pitching. So you get a cheaper uh, piece of the brew crew if you want to. MJ Melendez against Geo is 31 um, If you're not using Geo, I, I, I still think Melendez is a good value play just because he's got that big upside. Uh, Jan Gomes hit fifth on Monday. If he's back in the middle of that lineup at 2500 against Brubaker, that's a nice little value as well. And then Kirk is probably double donged in Coors Field on Monday. He's twenty one hundred. I'd imagine Joey Bart's back in the lineup, but keep an eye on that because if you can get a twenty one hundred dollar uh, Casali in Coors, that's just like your punt cash, whatever you want. Just throw him in the lineup. Uh, first base position, you got Vladito not doing it, but um, Anthony Rizzo at fifty two hundred bucks. It's in Baltimore, so it's not as attractive. But Watkins is booty. He is. He, it's when he when the regression monster comes. It's going to be huge. So Rizzo at 52 could be uh, worth a look for you. Belt and Coors at 45 is definitely in play. That's too cheap for that matchup. Uh, going below 4K now. Not a ton. You got Wilmer Flores at 34. Darren Ruff at 33. It's another couple of cheap giants. You got um, Gavin Sheets at 29. is a great value. First base outfield. Sheets should be playing against the right-handed pitching Heasley of Kansas City. So $2,900 for Gavin Sheets. That is a great value. First base outfield. In that match, we got Jose Miranda down here at 24. Rivas of Chicago at 23 is a nice value as well. So you got a couple you can pick and choose from at the first base position. A second base, love me some Colton Wong. Just not going to pay 55 for it. Just like we talked about, so I'd rather pay 5200 bucks for Ozzy Albies versus Adrian Hauser all day, every day. Like Give me Albies train. Uh, but if you want to go below 5K, Whit Merrifield is heating up two homers and two stolen bases last week. He'll be in my Fantasy Pros article on Tuesday. Uh, Whit Merrifield at 4800 bucks is definitely worth the look. Brendan Rodgers is heating up. You can go that direction. Trevor Story at a second home run of the season on Monday. Jose Urquidy is giving up a lot of loud contact. He's not striking guys out. So Boston, is as, as frustrating as they have been, is a decent play. Glaber Torres against our buddy Watkins at 41. Could be a nice cheaper piece of the Yankees if you go to attack Walk, uh, Watkins uh, in play there. Thayer Estrada at 31, a cheap Giants piece. Another one because there's tons of them. Uh, below 3K now. Not a ton jumping out to me, but that could change as we see lineups and whatnot on Tuesday. Uh, third base for you, Devers is great against Rikidi, 55 hundo. Uh, definitely like that if you can pay up for it. Ryan McMahon had a big game on Monday. He's $4,800. Like, the thing is, you can still use Rockies. Like, even though I like Cobb, 
If you don't want to use Cobb, you can still use Rockies because A, Cobb can get beat up. But Cobb's only going like five innings. So you're going to get some fun there in Coors. Coors fun. Most Coors fun happens late in the game, not early in the game. So keep that in mind. Um, so Ryan McMahon at 49 is definitely still in play. Bobby Wood Jr. at 45. If you're not using Geo, don't hate it. Um, I mentioned with Eugenio Suarez, I said, if you're ever going to play, you face him, play him versus a lefty, boom goes the dynamite. That's what happened on Monday. He's not facing a lefty. He's facing Barrios, who stinks this year, but I'll pass on that one. I'd rather go Josh Donaldson at 3900 bucks against Watkins, our boy. So another cheap piece of the Yankees. And Donaldson's heating up, too. You got Longo and Coors at 38 Not too shabby there. You got Juan Moncada at 3600 bucks. Nice cheap piece there versus Healy. So there's some nice, really good GPP talents at the third base position for less than 4K. I like that a lot. Like, it's the position you don't have to pay up for. If you don't want to be, you don't have to go full punt in the 2K range. There's some good spots there at the top of the 3K range at uh, at third base. Shortstop, you got Trey Turner. Not bad. Boba Shett went deep on Monday. He's going to keep heating up, folks. Enjoy it. Uh, but you can save money here. Again, Jose Iglesias, Bobby Wood Jr., Dancy Swanson at 43. I like all those guys as some values for you. Brendan Crawford's only 4K versus Cool. He could be in play. Like, And the thing is, I don't hate Cool on the slate. I hate paying the price tag TK had for Cool. If Cool was low eights like Cobb, Cool would probably be in the player pool, but I'm not paying over 9K for Cool in Coors Field. Just not going to happen. Uh, back to your scheduled shortstop appearances here. Um, not much. It's usually a top-heavy position, and it's showing up again on this slate, barring um, some lineup randomness. Outfield, though, this is loaded. It depends on who, which pitcher do you want to attack. You got Judge versus Watkins at 61. Buxton's back. He's always worth a look. But uh, you can go down farther if you want. I mentioned Baltimore's hit tie-on twice. So if you want, if you're going to hit him a third time, said Mullins at 56 will come in less than 5% rostered. So that's going to be a gift if they go off. Uh, Giancarlo's only 52. Love it against Watkins. You can save some cash there. You got Blackman and Coors at 51. Uh, below the 5K range now, Kyle Tucker versus Eovaldi at 45. Like, I like Eovaldi, but he still gets himself in some trouble. So Tuck at 45 is an intriguing tournament play. But J.D. Martinez at 44 is really good against Arkady and all the contact he's letting up. Mentioned um, Adelise Garcia earlier against Detmers. If you want to fade Detmers, Garcia is 4,400. Nice tournament play. He's got a lot of power in that bat. He's been showcasing it lately. So Adelise at 44 is a good tournament look for you. Um, other than that, though, it's more stacking with a couple puns. Like Jock Jams is only 3,900 bucks. He hit second on Monday night. Should get a good spot in line for school again. Just remember, it was mentioned in the chat by Lebo and stuff. The frustrating thing with the Giants, outside of like two or three players, Kapler will pinch hit for them when pitching changes happen. Like, and and it was a little different on Monday because Sensatella left hurt early, so they brought the long man tie block the lefty in and just screwed everything up. But just keep that in mind. They could rotate guys out. That's for Jock Jams, like gets two at bats and bounces. So that makes it frustrating as well. I got a good value on Ian Happ at thirty eight hundred bucks against Brubaker. I like that a lot. We want to attack the the uh, the Brubaker wagon. That's not a bad look. Uh, Pandora's Gurriel struggling, man. Keep an eye on him struggling. But that's my dog. Anthony Santander at 33 in tournaments. But you got Yastrzemski. He went deep on Monday. He's only 3300 bucks. That is way too cheap for Griffith. Way too cheap. You got Joey Gallo at 3200 bucks. Good tournament look there. I'd honestly rather have Yaz than Gallo. But Gallo, outside of Coors, probably brings lower ownership. So it's definitely a strong play. Lamont Wade Jr. leading off for the Giants at 3100 Yeah, they haven't adjusted the prices. Great job, DraftKings. Great job. Um, going below 3K now. I mentioned Gavin Sheets at 29 That's a good look. You could go uh, Aaron Hicks at 2800 bucks. Rafael Ortega was leading off against a lefty on Monday. He'll definitely be leading off against Brew Raker on Tuesday. He's 2700 So that is a great price tag for Rafael Ortega. 
Um, Alec Thomas is twenty five hundred bucks for the D backs versus the lefty Anderson. That's not a shabby tournament look for you. But yeah, there's definitely a ton. Eli White let off for Texas and stole a bag or two on Monday. He's twenty three hundred bucks for Stepmers, so he'd be a cheap one if you're attacking Detmers. Lots of value, especially in the outfield. You can pay it for pitching on this slate. You can definitely pay it for pitching and a couple big bats. You can make this work pretty feasibly. Recapping your pitching, Gilbert and Eovaldi up top. Preferred Gilbert over Eovaldi, but both nice. The best play, 9K and above, is Tyon, but he'll be super popular, and it makes me kind of want to fade him. Just going to be honest with you, because pitching is pretty bad on this slate. There's not that many good options. Uh, I hope Giolito comes back. I'll pay 85 for him all day long. Alex Cobb at 81 and Coors is a great tournament play. Reed Detmers is in play at 76, but he'll be super popular. And then Keegan Thompson's a good look, but 60 bucks is steep for him to pay that off. That's the only tricky part on that one. Your stacks on this slate, Yankees versus Spencer Watkins. I'm going to keep attacking Spencer Watkins as much as really possible because it is disgusting watching how he's having quote-unquote success right now in baseball. Um, I think, but again, I think Baltimore's interesting. I don't know if you have to do it on a 10-game slate. Like if it was like a five- or six-game slate, I'd be all in on Baltimore. But since the ownership would be spread out a little more, you don't sometimes have to get that cute. Unless you're in like a 20 max or those 150 maxes, well, you have some Baltimore fun. But um, if you're like three max single entry, you don't have to get that cute with Baltimore. But it, it's definitely intriguing against Tyon, especially if he's super, super chalky. Uh, some other stacks, though, if you're curious on this slate. I think Boston versus Urquidy could be one that goes a little under the radar. That's fun. I love the White Sox versus Huesley. That's a really, really good one. Um, the Cubs versus Ortega, I mean, versus uh, Brubaker with Ortega leading off. Cubs are one of my favorite stacks. They, I know, and it just sucks they put up nine runs on Monday. I was looking to fade Brubaker, and the fact they put up nine runs is going to bring attention to like the cheap Ortega and all that other stuff. But the Cubs are in a phenomenal spot yet again on this slate. Um, Texas could be intriguing versus the Angels. I'll be honest. Versus Detmers, I should say. Coors is a hundred percent play. Give me a give me all the Giants, cheap cheap Giants. Like you can make a cheap Giants and cheap Cubs stack and get the best pitchers you want. You can do it. It's easy. And then you can cap things off with like some Dodgers action if you want. But it's a fun slate. Cubbies, Cubbies, Cubbies. Let's do work, Cubbies. Uh, you could use the Cubbies and the cheap Giants and pair some Yankees against Watkins and go to Pound Town if you want. That could be like do a three three two stack. Do like Stanton, Donaldson, Glaber. It's just off the top of my head here. Um, Ortega for the Cubbies. Lamont Wade. So there's your outfield. Um, and now we need a short stop. So you could go with B. Craw in that one if you want. You don't have to. And then you got the likes at first base with Belt. And then you can go Wilson Contreras at catcher potentially. I don't know how much money that leaves you, but that's kind of the idea. That's the idea. Or you could do like a three-man Yankee stack and then just kind of spread out with all the values and just do what you want. Because if you're not in the 20 maxes and 150 maxes, like we've talked about, stacking's still good, not as essential. There's a big difference. You don't have to have the super, super smash brother plays. But we'll talk about all that and more on the upcoming shows and, more importantly, in the Fantasy Degens Discord. So if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric. We'll get you up in there. It's free. Also, if you give this podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, a rate and review on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. Or go to the old YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up and the like. I would like that as well. If you like season-long fantasy baseball, Bench with Bubba can you multiple. we got three episodes this week, three episodes coming up for Bench with Bubba. So come check that out. And you're always pressing PGA DFS podcast to get you ready for this week's PGA Championship. But for now, this will wrap up this episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, May 17th edition. I'm out.